Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Here it is all about strategies and systems that get you to grow your business. As an entrepreneur or business leader, you need to be ahead of trends. Gain insights that really thrust your business to the next level. Each episode focuses on different aspects of designing, building, and leading companies. Without marketing, sales, innovation, or funding, you will lack the fire for growth. Without management strategies and systems, you are speeding towards failure. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to today's episode. And today we're going to be talking about social selling. Is that social marketing or social selling is social marketing, whatever. So the thing is, nobody likes being sold. You have to nurture your target market and help your audience recognize your experience. If there's no trust, why should they buy from you? On the other hand, we live in a very digital world after the pandemic where everybody is still or partly working from home. And even large corporations do not have the entire staff back in the office. Those who are in sales are even more away from the office than they used to be before because, yeah, they're often the challenge is that the clients who are willing to have a meeting are maybe not always available in the way they used to be. So they need a greater flexibility. On the other hand, there are some people who love social selling. They are stuck in LinkedIn and Facebook and other kind of platforms, and they are pushing messages thousands of times a day and hoping they're doing some business. An interesting thing is about particular platforms like LinkedIn, you see that over the time, different kind of messages are being pushed into your inbox. Before you had the, the bots that were pushing always quite a customized text or totally wrong customized text because it just didn't fit to the person. And now, the newest thing, you're getting posts from companies in India and otherwhere who are pushing into your inbox in LinkedIn basic messages that make absolutely no sense. Whether you're, they're trying to sell you their website services, this kind of spam you already know in your email inbox, but having it in LinkedIn is annoying. And then there are these that try to offer you like um, services where you think, wait a minute, I am providing this kind of service or I'm delivering this kind of service. Why should I buy from you? There's no reason. And it makes totally no sense. It's just crazy sometimes what people are pushing and hoping to make business with. And that's the insanity of a digital world in which we live now. So let's look at it from a simple, focused, and effective way at how we should do our selling 
our marketing. And you can call it social selling, you can call it social marketing, you can call it social business. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Because the key thing is, once you have some kind of connection, go and meet the person. There are so many people who are scared of going out of their homes, going out of the office and actually meeting the people. They're even so scared that they'll invite the people to their own premises just in the hope they have don't have to leave. But unfortunately, sometimes when we as being the one invited come to that premises and it looks like a mess, the desks are dirty and everything, it doesn't make a good impression. So maybe you should do two things. First, tidy up your desks and your offices and do things properly. Not only quality management, information security and all these other aspects, but just tidy up. Be a bit more tidy and a bit more focused and look things at a more simpler way instead of overcomplicating everything. And that's one of the key things that I'm referring to as well in uh, a book that I wrote two years ago, and it's called Social Marketing, Reaching Your Audience So They Can Buy From You With Trust. And why did I write this book? Well, I'm holding this book here in my hand. It's, it's really pretty thick. Let me check how many pages. Crikey. 258 pages. And what's it all about? I am explaining to you how to really use LinkedIn, how to build your profile and examples that you can, can see step by step how to do it. And the thing is, so many people do not know what they're doing. They're messing up the things and you can practically uh, take the insights in that book and adapt it to some other kind of environment because at the end of the day, it's the core message. It's the core principles that tell you how to nurture your connections. And it doesn't matter if you're doing it through email, through uh, LinkedIn, through posting stuff, through your website and, and through Google Ads or search engine optimization or simply sending pamphlets, messages, letters, whatever, by post, it doesn't matter. The basic core thing is at the end, selling is always a social thing because we all always need some kind of trust. And whether I trust to do business with your company because I see you have certain kind of ISO certifications and then, okay, your quality management will be decent or you have ISO 2701 and you, you will treat my information properly and so on. That's fine. Um, and even if you don't have the certificates, if I do not have the trust, why should I buy from you? And we're not just talking about consumers. I'm talking about B2B business. And that's the big business where usually companies engage in a long-term relationship. Yeah, You can do business with companies, with authorities, state-owned businesses, and so on, for many, many years. And you can build a very good relationship. But the cool thing is you have to go out now and then and visit your clients. You have to visit your suppliers build a relationship from both sides. Go and interact with them and not just having a phone call or anything like that or sending emails, WhatsApp, text messages and so on. That's now and then nice, but be present. And that's something that I did, for instance, just a few weeks ago. I dedicated a full week. I drove a good eight hours to the north of Germany and then had 
different appointments, visited people physically and had a nice conversations. Some we had maybe half an hour conversation, others we were for two, three, four hours having conversations. And then I drove on to Amsterdam. There are more business arrangements and conversations and going back again and then further on all around the northern part of Germany and of Netherlands. And the same thing will happen as well in Poland and in the UK and other countries. The nice thing about this, it is social because it builds trust and makes it easier to sell whatever you want to sell, whether services, products, or even if you want to sell them to do partnership together. That's as well some kind of form of selling. And uh, when you're looking at all these things, so why should I do it? Take this, which I'm going to read to you. Summarize it perfectly well, what I wrote here on the back of my book. Become smart in how you build your client base. Exactly, and that's the key thing. It's building your base, client base, nurturing it, expanding it, and improving it. Because at a certain time, some clients you might get, you realize they're maybe not the right clients that you should have. Yeah, yeah that's how life is. You sometimes get somebody as a client, and you think, oh, fantastic, looking forward to it. And then eventually you notice, hmm, it's not really what I expected. Yeah, it causes more problems than, than you actually anticipated. And that's the key thing. So learn how the explained strategies attack more high quality connections. So you want to attract them in a different way and actually attack the need to go and get out of your cocoon, leave your comfort zone and do things in a different way. You want to have less pain and frustration? That's what you have to do. So be more social. And social doesn't mean that you have to go to some networking events and so on. Well, honestly, in a networking event, you might get one or two valuable contacts. Yeah. If you are lucky, maybe three. But even if you are collecting business cards, which is nowadays even more difficult because most of people don't have business cards, then you have to realize that you might get some kind of issue simply because you have a business card, but you have no relationship. You have to build that trust. And it just doesn't happen just by having one conversation. There are some things I've experienced which are always very beneficial, especially when you have a meeting. Have some food, drink a coffee, have a donut, biscuits, whatever, yeah, or even have lunch together and discuss stuff. It builds rapport, builds trust, because it's a very important aspect of human nature, food. Food is an important aspect because it nourishes our body and gives us vital elements we need for survival. And when we eat together or drink together, then we have a certain kind of trust. So use tools to be somehow trustworthy. But don't spam people, don't create rubbish 
content and so on. Because otherwise, uh, any human, or even Google, or OpenAI, any kind of bot, or any kind of intelligence whatsoever, we realize that it's not relevant. Yeah. So technology can save you time, but you have to increase your sales volume by being smarter. Now, going back to the book that I'm referring to, that, as I said, is quite thick and, and explains lots of aspects and concepts as well on how to write the content, especially when you want to go and have your um, content on LinkedIn. Facebook is very social, so it depends very much. If you're very much on B2C, then you can adapt these things as well to Facebook. Unfortunately, we are currently in a, let's say, in a process, in a, in a time where platforms are evolving. And many of the platforms that we see today are not going to exist maybe in five or ten years. And I would guess even that this or that platform might be gone in two years. You might say, no, no, no. But look at it. We had Friendster. We had Xing. We had MySpace. Oh, yes, these platforms either went bust or they are somehow surviving, but nobody takes any attention that doesn't pay any attention to them. So, yeah, like Sing was one of the big platforms before. Nowadays, most people have gone to LinkedIn. And now everybody's spamming in LinkedIn. So before it was Xing, OpenBC was being spammed. And now LinkedIn and people, the key people who are the decision makers, they're more and more often not online. They're not responding to messages. Yeah, I just recently sent a message to an important person who I'm personally connected. I thought it would be the easiest and simplest thing to um, simply send him a message. Of course, I've got his cell phone. I just didn't want to really bump into some kind of meeting that he currently has. I thought, I'll just simply send him a message. He hasn't read the message in a whole week. That shows that we all actually are starting to disconnect from LinkedIn. And eventually, at a certain point, you'll only have sellers, like we had in Sing, and people have moved on until even the sellers realize that they are actually pushing their spam to ghosted accounts because people have moved on and are somewhere else on a different platform. And Europe traditionally is a little bit behind. Yeah, The platforms that are developing now in Asia and in America, and it takes some time until they are quite stable. Then they move over to Europe, and suddenly everybody says, oh, there's a new platform. Well, the platform has existed already for five years, but it took time to develop, to be programmed, to be built, and get enough financial support to become a challenger for the existing platforms. So the people that actually noticed, they would move on. We've seen it, like, for instance, with um, all these platforms where people log in and have these conversations and so on. That was a big thing. Everybody tried to copy it, um, all these different other platforms. And what did it bring? Nothing really. Yeah. 
everybody was running around listening to platforms like I think it was called Clubhouse. I've got the app on my phone, but I don't even know where it is. I've forgotten. Um, I haven't really logged into it for a while. And yeah, social media becomes clotted, negative, aggressive, and even a waste of time. And that's when you have to then realize, is social marketing, social selling? Yes, it is. And social selling is social marketing. But you cannot do social selling by spamming people and hoping that somebody is going to react. And if somebody does react, in most cases, these people are totally uh, wasting the opportunity because they don't know how to sell. You ask them a question, and even if they are some kind of business coach and they can't answer you the question properly, after the second question, you give up. It's a waste of time. Yeah, And you notice between those who are really professional and doing their stuff and those who are not professional and just wasting other people's time. So if you want to master this whole topic of social marketing, social selling, just go on Amazon and look for the book. It's available all around the world. Whereas you're looking on Amazon.com, Amazon JP for Japan or in Germany, in the UK, you can buy it in Poland, anywhere there. And it's called Social Marketing, Reaching Your Audience So They Can Buy From You With Trust. Now, the key thing that you have to always think when you're trying to sell is how do I go about? How do I build my network? And I'm not talking in my book about network marketing. Definitely not. Because network marketing always is a limited business to a certain degree. If you're doing it the wrong way, you're not going to sell anything. And most of the people are doing it the wrong way in network marketing because you have to have the right character, you have to have the right passion, and you need the right network. Yeah, and Right character, as I said before, it's an important thing, right mindset. And network marketing is not for everyone. Yeah, for me, network marketing is, is not the right thing. I agree. But other kind of business areas are good for me, and I can do these things. And I know people are fantastic at network marketing, whether they're in the food supplement area, whether they are in, in other kind of business areas or niches, they're good at it, perfect. Let them do it. But if it, network marketing is not your thing, then I would suggest you should really look at other kind of ways of doing business. And that's by building a network of people who actually have a different kind of connection towards you. Which means you have to spot as well the right signals that people are giving to you and find ways to actually connect with the people to create larger accounts. And by a larger account, I mean somebody who can supply you with revenue on a regular basis. Typically, thing that you might experience is when a company or an authority or state organization will want to agree with you on a contract. I just recently signed another contract of this kind where you have like four years, a fixed price, and you're supplying this service. And that's a great thing because you know for the four years you are going to supply that. 
And of course, people say, yeah, but if the costs go up and down and so on, well, if your margin is so poorly designed that you cannot even support 1% or 2% every year of increase, and that's normal increase, plus, of course, the economic increases that you anyway will increase, then you have a problem because your margins, your accounting, your cost calculation and other things are not going the right way. And you have to, of course, be able to support a certain price that you can make people accept. So, as a reminder, social selling is social marketing. And social means as well going out and meeting the people. And it doesn't matter if they're government authority, whether it's a non-government NGO, a corporation, a small business, a medium-sized family-run manufacturing company, it doesn't matter. Go and meet the people. Yeah, Don't get stuck in front of your screen. Don't get stuck in front of your phone. Go and do the things that are necessary by being social. And even if you've got ADHD, Asperger, or any other things, especially those for dyslectic, they are very, very capable of being very social, and they are even better at communicating and making deals and so on. Because just look at some of the examples. Let's say Richard Branson. He is very good at it. He's fantastic in getting partners, having ideas, being very creative, and at the same time convincing people of actually going and committing to joining him on all these different projects. So just take that as an example. And if you want to read more, either get my book on social marketing or read a book from Richard Branson. They're really good. I've got them all. They're very entertaining, very insightful. And yeah, you always should feed your mind with new information, but as well you should apply the information. And that's why I wrote my book in a way that you not only get information, but you're actually shown how to do it. Because that's the biggest challenge that we all have. Whatever we're doing, whether we want to date or where we want to fly somewhere, we want to learn something, we want to learn something technical, sales, marketing, other things, it's always the question, how do I do this? And that's why my book shows you as well with pictures and other things how to do it. It's really simple when you simply follow step by step. It shows you how to write the text, where you have to click, what you have to enter, how and what to keep in mind, what to do, what not to do. And if you follow that, I'm sure we'll be very successful and productive in what you're doing. But remember, social marketing is social selling, and social selling is social marketing. At the end, business is a social business. I'm looking forward to the next episodes where I'll be providing you other insights into business and how to grow your business, how to make it more sustainable. And it doesn't matter whether you're a software company, you're doing it private university, whether you've got solar platforms, whether you're doing e-commerce or you've got a shop, yeah? Let's say you've got a retail store for some special kind of products. Hey, people need to know that you exist. You need to weigh, find ways to improve your business, your operations, your processes and so on. 
how to reduce theft, how to uh, improve the stickability, which means that people come back and buy again more from you. Even if you've got a brick and mortar shop, people have to have a reason to come back again, not just to buy once. Yeah, Even if you're selling electronics, somebody comes and buys you from your television, you have to get them to come back again. They won't necessarily buy a television immediately, but maybe they need something different. Yeah, maybe need a vacuum cleaner, maybe need a new fridge or a new uh, deep freezer, whatever. Ventilation system, air conditioning, get them to come back again. Be the trusted person, the trusted business who can solve their problems. Be social. That's how you get business done in a more effective way. Wait, listen, was the content helpful? Please share it on social media. The world is constantly changing in response to trends and events. As a leader, you need to adapt your business. Stay connected. You will find in the episode description how to gain more insights. Subscribe to my bi-weekly business secrets letter. Gain access to all updates of my ultimate guide on business growth strategies. These can be applied to your business in the US, Canada or Europe. Check it out. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Bartsch. Thank you for listening.